Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. One rental at a time. And yes, your clock is not tricking you. It is actually 6.30 a.m., and we are recording this daily financial news. We are doing it at 6.30 a.m. because we have a special treat for you this Thanksgiving morning uh, at 7 a.m. Pacific. The plan, you know, sometimes technology gets in the way, the plan is for Dion from Dion Talk and Matt from the Lumberjack Landlord and I to get together for a two-hour live Q&A. That is the plan. We will see if it happens. Uh, Matt has tested it, so it should go. But because I've done a thousand of these in a row, I wanted to make sure that this daily financial news is done first. So that meant I was up at 5 a.m. Thanksgiving morning just for you. And yes, I was up without an alarm clock. That is how important my daily routine is. Before we get started with the news, we need to congratulate two more people for doing the work. Do it with me. Congratulate them. These are folks that locked up a deal, actually closed a deal. Justin, congratulations for your deal. And Corey, congratulations for your deal. Your cards will go out in the mail today. They'll actually be mailed tomorrow. Because today is Thanksgiving morning. Another thing to highlight is my team uh, that I'm now paying a bunch of money to to create thumbnails is doing some extra stuff. They created this little notebook for me. So uh, they're taking my tagline, do the work. Uh, every day can be Saturday, daily, you know, focused, buy box. Thank you for that, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, these are available on my website, one rental at a time. All right, so the news of the day. Uh, where should we start? Why don't we start with spiking rents? Uh, I read an article today, um, I think it was from Redfin, that was really highlighting just how bad rents are. Now, on this channel, we've talked a lot about rents in houses. Uh, what we're about to talk about is rents in apartments, specifically one-bedroom apartments and two-bedroom apartments. These happen to be ones that I own, right? They're in my portfolio, and I was shocked by some of these numbers. Uh, if you're investing in Gilbert, Arizona, your rents have exploded. Gilbert, Arizona, one bedrooms. I, I can't believe these numbers. And if, you're, if you invest in Gilbert, Arizona, I want to hear from you below. Are these right? I mean, these numbers are nuts. Gilbert, Arizona, in one year, one year up... 116%. Spokane, Washington, again, one bedrooms, up 69% in a year. And then Long Beach, California, 66%. In addition to one bedrooms, I do own some two bedrooms and two bedroom apartments. Reno, Nevada, 58%. And look at that. Fresno, California, up 47%. Folks, rents are going up. 
rents are a key measure in cash flow. Uh, again, you can lock in 30-year debt. Uncle Jerome Powell has given you the path. There is a small window. I think the window is closing, uh, given some inflation readings we had yesterday, but it is certainly still out there. Again, I've created that shirt. You can use inflation. Ask me how. The idea is 30-year debt, cash flows day one, and watch inflation benefit you. Next up, we got to talk about some inflation more because, again, the, the, um, the Fed's favorite inflation metric, PCE, personal consumption expenditures, came out yesterday. And, uh, you know, it's the highest since 1990. It is not slowing down. Uh, we now have just heard that Cheerios and Wheaties are going to go up again. This is the second time they've come out and said they had to raise prices. Second time within six months. And they've also done the favorite shrinkflation. I don't know if you've seen uh, your cereal boxes shrink also. Prices up, boxes down, double whammy. And again, prices are going up. I am curious, anybody out there, when they look at what's inside the Build Back Better one, two, three trillion dollar plan. Does anybody really see that is lowering inflation? Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank fame uh, is out there talking about we don't need to throw more cash into the system. This is absolutely the wrong time to do it. And it's hard to disagree. I mean, what do we have right now? We have supply chain, supply chain constraints. We have commodities and we have wage inflation like we haven't seen. Do we really need another $2 trillion sloshing around in the economy to add more competition? It seems like really poor timing, and I'm sorry, I, I've looked. I still don't understand how another $2 trillion is going to lower inflation. Maybe it lowers inflation in five years. There can be a lot of damage in five years, so uh, pretty clear. And then the last thing it looks like with the Fed minutes, they have now acknowledge that transitory uh, is not a year long. That is good. Uh, but look, they still, they're still using that word, which really bothers me. Looks like Gallup poll, one of these survey company, is out trying to survey uh, what the American folks are looking at. 26% uh, of those folks um, interviewed said that the economy concern and economic concern with 7% saying inflation is the biggest concern. Uh, that is up from 1% last month. Uh, I, suspect, I suspect that we should be watching the Gallup poll because I think that inflation concern by summertime, right, seven, eight months from now, is going to be double digits and probably in the teens. Inflation is a tax. It is why the government doesn't want to talk about it. It is, one, it is the most punishing tax out there because it hurts the people at the bottom the most. Just look at Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is no longer the Dollar Tree. In addition, price elasticity, prices are sticky. The Dollar Tree will never be the Dollar Tree again. They just had 25% inflation. 25%. It's crazy. I suspect after this long weekend in the U.S. Uh, that we are going to start to hear about the debt ceiling. We're going to start to hear about this $1 trillion coin again. And um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a hot topic in early December. And uh, I have no confidence in our leadership 
getting it done without this hokey $1 trillion coin. So we shall see. Something I just read this morning, it was actually highlighted in the Fed minutes that I've not looked at in a long time. But there is something called the uh, TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities. So what they've done is they've looked at the five-year TIPS in just the five-year treasury market. And there's the delta or the spread. The spread is an indication about just how bad people think inflation will be in five years. And right now, that is expected to be 3.17%. I had not thought about inflation being north of 3% in five years. But if you've been watching my channel, you've been telling, I've been telling you that I think inflation is a problem for five years. And now we have evidence that others, significant money, has a spread of 3.17%, which, yeah, we, inflation is not transitory. It is sticky. Wage inflation is real. Once it started, it doesn't stop. It's, it's got to go through the process. It is out there. Looks like Merkel um, from Germany is looking about maybe doing a local, another um, uh, lockdown, which I think would be the second country to lockdown. They uh, apparently are having some significant issues there. Uh, this will impact kind of the travel stocks and things of that nature, the reopening stocks. Very interesting. Fed minutes, in addition to the tips spread, uh, basically what I took from it is more and more of them are, let's get the taper done fast or faster and get ready to raise rates. It is a clear, clear indication that they want to finish tapering before rates. That hasn't changed which is good for us because it gives us a time horizon on when rates will have big jumps. Why is that important? Because frankly, mortgage interest is one of our biggest expenses. So we have a window, right? I talk about the window closing. If you're going to do a rate and term refi, you're going to do a cash out refi, you're going to do a purchase, rates are going to go up. Rates are going to go up. So we shall see. Uh, again, watch the tightening. Uh, they could announce it as soon as early December if they go faster. Chinese central government now realizes that they have a real problem on their hand. They are basically pushing, encouraging, almost mandating that their cities or provinces spend more. Uh, again, remember their land sales are down, their real estate sales are down, the consumers aren't spending. Self-imposed. When you scare the consumers, they don't spend. And now the Chinese central government is trying to ward off a real, real bad problem. Probably a little bit too late because the consumer once scarred, it takes a while for them to come back. Consumer shopping. Again, I keep saying it's going to be a great quarter and then the, the hangover comes. Holiday shopping is already up 18%. Holiday shopping season started after Halloween this year. Why? More money, $1.3 trillion in excess savings, the constant drumbeat from the media that shortages are out there, buy early. Guess what happens? When you tell people there's no toilet paper, everybody wants toilet paper. When you tell them there's no Christmas presents, they go buy Christmas presents. Consumers are almost easy to predict when you can find the orientation. Yeah, it is... Uh, they got cash, and they're afraid of being out of stock. So it is going to be very interesting. Black Friday is tomorrow. 
It is going to be interesting. I think Black Friday is going to be a monster. I don't know why I think that. I just do. Uh, I was at the mall on Monday. It was packed. It was like, I don't know, Monday at 2 or something, 1.30. It was crazy. So I think Black Friday is going to be a big old barn burner. I think it's going to blow away last year. We'll see what happens. Uh, I am thankful that most retailers are not open today. Uh, you know, let's go back to kind of some normalcy. Well, Thanksgiving is a day off. Uh, again, I worked in retail for what, 11 or 12 years, I think. So, yeah, I remember working Black Fridays. They were nuts. They were crazy. Uh, and the other thing, again, remember retailers, uh, I don't know about you, but I've not seen nearly as many uh, ads for Black Friday. And also now that retailers have lowered their discounts, 16% less discounts out there this year versus last. Again, people have cash, not enough inventory. Why discount? Frankly, raise prices, which is going on today. Uh, I do have a question for Goldbug, specifically Peter Schiff. Hasn't Peter Schiff been calling for gold to go to the moon for like ever? I just checked. It's down for the year. Is, is, uh, is the new generation uh, really, is, is Bitcoin really the now digital gold? I, I'm, this is a serious question. I, I, I went to look at the 12-year chart of gold expecting it to be up. I'm someone who's told you, 20 years ago that gold and silver were my insurance policy. I've changed my insurance policy now, but I, I thought gold would be up. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea why it's down. Uh, looks like some Chinese real estate developers are starting to restructure their debt. Uh, I'm going to guess the name is Keisha, K-A-I-S-A. Uh, they basically have delayed debt that was coming due. Uh, this is basically... Uh, China's central government's only hope. Their property sector is toast. Remember the cash flow statement, nobody's buying, which means their debt service, their, their expenses eat them alive. And um, yeah, not good. Looks like some more smash and grab or flash mobs in California where people are breaking into Nordstrom's with crowbars or bashing windows and stealing. Uh, there was a bunch right around where I live uh, this week and now it looks like Southern California been hit uh, by similar activity. Um, this, uh, again, these things are kind of predictable, right? This is, uh, seems to work right now for the burglars or thieves. Uh, what is going to happen is retailers are not going to take it. They're going to start to control entry points. They're going to start saying, instead of having 12 exits, we'll have six. Then they're going to move armed guards and then somebody is going to get hurt. Yeah, not, not good. Not good. And then lastly, single family rental growth. Kind of the one rental at a time story. Wall Street is listening. Builders are listening. And again, this is something I called earlier in the year. Home builders. I think it was Pulte Homes. They did a test run in Texas. Remember, we talked about this last year. Pulte Homes built, I forget what it was, 700 homes, 170 homes, something. They built them, they rented them, and then they sold them to Wall Street. Remember, Pulte Home made an extra 50% margin because there was a bidding war for what they created? Well, build for rent is taking off. In Q3, 16,000 units uh, were started, uh, all going uh, build for rent. Uh, that is 5.4% of all housing starts. We're not coming owner-occupant. This is a big deal. 
we need more units and now we have 5.4% of new ones going directly to Wall Street or hedge funds or insurance companies or whatever. And oh, by the way, as I said in that Pulte discussion a year ago, good for them. They make an extra 50%. Isn't that what publicly traded companies are supposed to do? Maximize the profit for their shareholders? Crazy stuff. In the last 12 months, 47,000 homes have been built for rent. That's a 17.5% increase over last year. And I expect it to be bigger next year. Pretty crazy. So again, folks, you can use inflation. 30-year debt. We have a small window where the rates stay low. Good old Uncle Jerome Powell is giving you a gift. Make sure it cash flows day one. And then let inflation in asset values, inflation in rent, add money to your bottom line. If you've been following one rental at a time for any length of time and done the work, you have added units to your portfolio. You're not listening to others calling for a crash. Where's the crash? When do people stop watching crash videos? I really don't know. Uh, yeah, if you did and you didn't do anything, ouch. So, folks, I look forward to this live stream with my good friends Dion and Matt. Um, it is going to be launched on the Lumberjacks channel. If I didn't say that earlier, he's the one with all the technology. Uh, I will get the video and load it later. Uh, but, yeah, we are going to go live in about 12 minutes. Hopefully, uh, you appreciated the daily news. Again, why do I do this? Why did I get up at 5 a.m.? I did it for you because, again, what do I say? Focus in daily discipline. For most of you, that means buy box. Look at your buy box. It's that simple. Get on the path. Do the work. If you want a discount for the course, here it is. It's June 50. It uh, will save you 50 bucks. Get it for 249. Join the Facebook group. And oh, by the way, it's going to be a lot more expensive January 1. So buy it now. Have fun. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm kind of like really excited for this live stream. It should be fun. Take care. Bye.